Okay, let's get into Parshas Noach, Tavshin Pei Aleph. Parshas Noach is, again, the bridge from Maisa Bracious to the Avos. We have Noach right in the middle, and Noach is the one that, maybe more than other personalities in the Torah, he's compared... He's compared to Avraham, he's compared to others, mostly to Avraham. Uh, whether that's a fair comparison or not is, is not for us now, but the Medrash tells us, Eilat <laughs> told us Noach, Noach is Sadik. Atmaha, source number one. Why does he use the double Lashon of Noach? Noach is Sadik, Noach. Lo havitzarach korol Memar. Ela, Eilat told us Noach, Shem, Cham, Yafes. Or, Eilat told us Noach, Ish Sadik. Why dafka the double lashon of Noach? Says the Medrash, Ella, Naichalo, Naichala Olam. Noach brought serenity, brought menucha to the world, to himself and to the world. Naicha le avos, Naicha lebanim. He brought serenity to the avos, he brought serenity to the banim, to all generations he brought. <coughs> Uh, serenity, and that is what uh, we celebrate with uh, Noach. What exactly is the deeper message? Sorry, let me just read the last line. Naichal el yodim, naichal etachtonim, naichal ba'olam hazeh, naichal olam haba. Plenty of menucha. That's what Noach is known for. Various pshatim in the Midrashim. What was the menucha that he brought? Says the Lubavitcher Rebbe in Soros number two. Quotes this Medrash. Serenity. Serenity, it doesn't seem so serene when we think of the Mabel. Mabel is not a serene time period. Mabel seems to be a, a uh, the opposite of serenity, a earthquake, so to speak. Says the Lubavitcher Rebbe, what's the message of the Mabel? Maybe we never thought of it in this way. Says the Lubavitcher Rebbe, the Mabel was a mikvah for the world. The Mabel, the world was so mit, full of Tumah, full of To'eva, full of, full of, full of physicality. Says the Lubavitch Sherebi, they had to, we had to add purity and start again, so to speak. <coughs> Hasidus teaches us that the waters of the flood were like a mikvah. A person who immerses in a mikvah might notice that his thoughts are slightly purer that day, or that his conscience agitates him a little more. So too, the global mikvah, which occurred in Noah's generation, had a purifying effect on the physical world. This was laying the groundwork for Avram Avinu. This was laying the groundwork for everything that came afterwards, bringing soul and body to a heightened level of communication. I didn't give it to you. Remember the Sefer HaChinuch on the mitzvah of mikvah, of Tara. The Sefer HaChinuch discusses that a mikvah is supposed to remind the person who goes in of the amniotic sac, of the liquid that a baby is in before they are born. So when we come out of the mikvah, we're born anew. It's a fresh start. And that's what the world was getting. The world was getting a fresh start after how low it, it had fallen. After the flood, the world and its inhabitants now had a conscience and a greater appreciation of God. Again, why didn't we have this earlier? It was tar. Okay, but this is just the reality that happened. And this ensured that the world would have a genuine serenity, a continued existence. For even if people became corrupt, their newfound spiritual sensitivity would ensure that they, wouldn't have, they would have the motivation to repent. 
So Hasidus looks at the Parsha of Noah and the Mabel not as destruction, but as creation. As creation of potential. Creation of a new world. And that's how we start off. Noah is Sadiq. Why is it Noah? Noah? Because he created Menucha, of spiritual serenity that was only possible because of what happened through the May Noah. Through the May Noah. Okay. Moving right along. So the Parsha starts off, Ela told us, Noach, Noach is Tzadik. Noach is called an Ish. An Ish is always a significant word in the, in the Torah when it's used. Right? We know by, by Yosef Tzadik, remember, he met an Ish. Right? And there was an Ish, Ish, Gavri, Ish Gavriel. Says the Sefer Lisanik Besanugim. What is the a uh, message of Ish in this context, of Noach. Noach Ish Tzadik. Shamati Levair Yeshiva He says maybe it can be connected to a story, or two stories that he quotes. He quotes that Reb, he, there was Talmidim on Tainus Esther were listening to a sicha from Rav Naftali Amsterdam. Who was Rav Naftali Amsterdam? He was one of the three star pupils of Rav Yisrael Salanter. He lived 1832 to 1916. I looked that up. Uh, he, Rav Yitzchak Luzer, Rav Yitzchak Petterberger, Rav Right, Those three were the students of uh, Rav Yisrael Salanter. He's buried in Harazesim. He came at the end of his life to Eretz Yisrael. So he was once giving a sicha. He was once giving probably a sicha, not a sicha. Be'emsa sicha im Rav Naftali. And he starts crying. He's looking at his young students. And he says to them, I'm a little mekana in you. I'm a little jealous. You're young. You are in the stage of what life's about. You have challenges. You have taivas. But you also have the power to overcome those challenges. The challenge of life is when we're in the challenging part of life. Because life's about having challenges and overcoming. And he suggests maybe that's what Ish means here. When we have strength, when we have koach, and we go back and return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu when we have all our faculties. Like the Rambam talks about what's Shuvah Gemurah, when we're in the same exact situation and we can do it and we, and, we, and we repent when we're still in Ish. And then he quotes a fascinating line from the Chazon Ish. He says, one time a young Bachar came to the Chazon Ish, Please daven for me that I don't have a Yetzar. Daven for me. Hashem should remove my Yetzirah. Says the Chazanish, what? You don't want to live anymore? It's part of life. It's part of life. I could daven that you overcome Yetzirah. But I can't daven that you shouldn't have a Yetzirah. Rak bishvil zehu chai. Kedelahis gaber ala Yetzirah. That's the part of life is to overcome challenges. To overcome our Nitios that are pulling us. Right? We have Bechir Chavshis. Lama lo lichios bichla without a Yetzirah. Rak lo meisem en Yetzirah. 
אבל החכם יודע מה לעשות, זה מייצר הרע שלו, so we just have to try to do our best. איש צדיק. He might have been hundreds of years old, but he still had 300 years. And he still had the challenges of living in a generation of the Mabal, living in a generation where everybody else was, was going astray. And yet he was able to stand strong and to conquer his Yetzirah and be an Ish. And be an Ish. Okay, so, so what exactly was the root problem? The Gemara tells us in Masech Sanhedrin that there were many Averis that the Dor HaMabal did. The Pasuk tells us, Fatishaches Ha'ares Lefneho Elokim. The land became corrupted. Fatishaches. Says Rashi, Lashon Erva. Hashchase is used by Arayos. Va'avodas Elilim. And also by Avodazara. Kemo Pentashchison. Vatimali Ha'ares Chamas. Gezel. Three Averis mentioned in Rashi. Gili Arayos. Avodazara and Gezel. But now we continue. That's parallel to Vatishaches. Vatishaches and Hashem saw it was Nishchasa. Ki Hishchis Kol Basar is Darko Ala Aretz. But then Hashem also relates to the other word in the Pasik. We've reached the end. Kates. Ki Malaha Aretz Chamas Mipnehem. Because there's Hamas in the land. Vihinini same play on words. They vatishaches, and I'm gonna be mashchis in a different way. But the Torah tells us that they were involved in vatishaches and Hamas. Hashem sees the nishchasa, but the kates kolbasar is based on the Hamas, and that's why Rashi says on the next pasuk, kates kolbasar. Kolmakam shatamosi znus levodesi lilim ajer lomosli abala olam. The final straw was Gezel. If you would have asked us, out of the, those three, we probably wouldn't have chosen that one. Right? Gezel, Arayos, and Avodah two out of those three are two of the big three. Gezel's not one of them. There is a Deya in the Rishonim, in Ksubis, that maybe there's the big four, not just the big three. Gezel included, but we don't pass in that way. We pass in it's the big three. So why is that Gezel was the final straw? Why was that Kate's Kolbas or Balafanai? Well, Nechtam Gzardinam Elala Gezel. What was it about Gezel? So we mentioned in the past the idea that many Sfarim quote from the Klushi Arim that maybe Gezel is symbolic. When we don't use our kochos for what we're supposed to use it for, so that's a form of Gezel. That's Gezel, when, I, when Hashem gives me kochos, gives me money to use for tzedakah, and I misuse it, so then I'm stealing. When I have kochos of, of uh, speaking, when I have kochos of some other talent that I'm not using to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so I'm misusing what I have been given, and that's a form of Gezel. And that's what the Chlush Yerim says, that's what we say in Ne'ilah. And we have to chuchuva me'oshek yadenu. But says the Maharal, maybe we should take it literally. That's the Pashtas, Gezel, Hamas. Maybe we should take it literally. Says the Gur Aryeh, says the Maharal, in source number four. Afalgav. First he quotes Arha Aran Rashi, that we saw both stages of the Pasik. Afalgav, Dila El Pirish. Komakam Shadamotes Nus. Dimashma Bishvil Znus Haya. Velo Bishvil Hamas. 
Right, the first half of the Pasik it says Vatisha Khais. Right? Hishkis Kobasar. Kate's Kobasar, Rashi says. Hacha Pirusho. Bishvil Haznus. Who hore tovim viraim? Yes, when there's nus, then there is there is tragedy. Shein mafkin meitzadik la rasha, mikomakom ein kan gzardin. The lashon of Rashi is when there's nus, adrol amosiyot like the malachamaves doesn't is not mafkin, but gzardin, that's only by gezel. Shari lo nomar elakates kol basar balafanai, avo gzardin shelohem lonechem el ala gezel. There was tragedy that could have been and would have been, but the final straw, the seal, was Gezel. Why was the marble brought? What was the final straw that Hashem said? That's it? Gezel. Stealing. Gezel is the destruction and undermining of society. Right? They destroy the world. People don't get along. People can't interact without trust. Generally, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not want to destroy the world. And generally, when something happens, he has Rachmanus. He tries to delay. That's his... You know, that's, that's something that is his essence. He delays, he's an Erech Remember the Gemara in Yuma? Even the great Nevi'im didn't recognize this power of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He tried to relate. Just mention, I didn't give it to you, but I'll just mention it now. The Gemara in Yuma, Dafsamach Tes. The Gemara says that Moshe Rabbeinu, in the Torah, Parshas Eikov, calls Hashem HaKel HaGadol HaGibar Vehanora. Four words. And the Gemara says that some of the great Nevi'im left some of those words out. The Gemara says, Asa Yirmiyahu va'amar Nachrim mekarkarin be'echalo ra'osav Nachrim, they're, they're destroying Yirmiyahu saw the Chorban. He complained to Hashem, why do I have to be this Navi? The Navi of, of destruction. See, he left out Nora in the Pasuk. Asa Daniel Daniel who lived after Bavel was destroyed, the downfall of Bavel, and he, the Gemara in Megillah says, he miscalculated somewhat. He thought right after Bavel was destroyed, we're getting a Beis HaMikdash. And there was no Beis HaMikdash. There was another 18 years till the Beis HaMikdash. But Daniel sees that we're being subjugated. So he also, Nachrim Mishabdin Bebanov, Ayinor Gvurosov, where's the Gvura? Warmer Gibor. So he left that Gibor. And what happens? The Ashkenaz Gadola came along and said, "No, no, no. Hakel Hagadol Hagibar Vahanora. The whole pasuk. And then it says, "I why?" <coughs> says the Gemara, "Zuhi Gvuras Gvuraso, Shekovesh Eskaaso, Shenosin Erechapayim." The Rishayim, he's patient. And even if we deserve to be destroyed and punished in the whole world, Hashem doesn't want to do it until it's Gezel. Says the Maharal. That's the Gzardin. And the question is why? Why does Gezel bring the Gzardin? Says the Maharal, line 18. And I'm not sure how often the Maharal says that about an idea he's about to say. It's a Dover Nifla. Ma'od Ma'od. He's excited about this one. <laughs> why is Gezel different?
generally, even if there's Midas Hadin, it's not strong Midas Hadin in erasable ink. He also. With real strong chuba, he can be mavatel. But once in a while, there's Xera. There's Xera Sheishima Shvua, the Gemara calls it. There's no going back. Why Xela? As long as Shuva is possible, Lamata, then the Xera Lamala is able to be overturned. But Gezel Rabim, how do you do Shuva for that? When I steal from society, when I've stolen from a thousand people, when everybody steals from each other, how do you do tshuva for that? It's impossible. That's why there's a gzera, she'in lahashif. Because that's an avera. Once it becomes a universal avera of the whole world, there's, there's nothing to do. Okay, the Gemara says, you should be give your money to Sarchei Rabin. That's the best we could do. But when the whole world is in that state... <laughs> and that's why he said, as long as Chuv is Efshar, there wasn't a Chisim Gemar Din. It was full. Ubarur. That's Emes and Barur. The Averas that we can't do tshuva on are the worst. Those are the most painful. We can do terrible things. We all make mistakes. But we have to be extra careful from the Averas that we can't do tshuva on. Gezel Rabin, that's one. Gezel Yachid is also not so good, but at least you can do tshuva for that one. Chil Hashem is another one to add. The Rabbim talks about it in Yisodia Torah. Chil Hashem, which is so amorphous, but we have to recognize. And as the Rambam says, as based on the Gemara, the end of Yuma, the higher, so to speak, a person is associated with spirituality, the greater responsibility that they have. The greater chance for Kiddush Hashem and the greater chance for Chil Hashem. The more one is associated with Torah, the more responsibility they have because everybody's looking at them. And the more Rahman al-Islam risk there is if they're identified with the opposite. But that's the Maharal about Gesel. Let's continue. Perak Zion. So Noach builds the Teva, spends a lot of time, builds a window, all the dimensions. Remember the Ramban's comment, why do you have to build it so big anyway? It was a miracle for everything to fit. So why even build that? Okay. He says, Hashem tells him to take animals and take food. And now we get to Perak Zion. Perak Zion, Hashem says to Noach, okay, time to go in. Go into the Teva. What's Beischa? Your family. Take seven of seven and take twos. Another seven days. Another seven days. I'm bringing a marble. What were these seven days? Seven days of the Abelos and Musushalach. The Yerushalmi says, we discussed in past years, seven days that Hashem was sitting Shiva for the world. Fascinating suggestion in the Yerushalmi. But another seven days... I'm going to cause it to rain, 40 days, 40 nights. Noach was 600 years old. And here we go. Pasig Yud Gimel. Pasig Yud Gimel. Be'etzem ayom When the rain started. Ba'noach v'shem v'cham v'yefes b'nei Noach. Noach and his sons and their wives 
Fiesus Noach. Right? Ushloshes Nishevan Avitamalateva. It never says in the Torah the names of the wives. Chazal say Noach's wife was Nama, but uh, in the Torah it does not say exactly. But they all come to the Teva. But the Lushan is Be'etzamayamazeh. What is that Be'etzamayamazeh? Rashi quotes. Limdecha Akasuf. Shahayu Bene Doro Omrim. What does this teach me? The fact that it says in the middle of the day, <laughs> middle of the day, the Torah teaches us. Shabnei Dora Omrim. His generation said, Ilu Anu Romoso Nichnas Lateva. If we see Noah going into the Teva, Anu Shoverdo, we're going to smash the Teva. But Hargon we're going to kill Noah. Amar Kadosh Baruch Hu, Ani Machniso Leine Kulam. You think you guys are so great? I'm going to let him go into the Teva in the middle of the day. We'll see whose word, who, who, whose word wins. They say we're going to kill him. So we all know this Rashi. We all know this Chazal. But I never really thought about the question that the Shemana Tov asks. In Chelek Hey. Of course, this Chazal. They say, oh, if, if we get Noach, if we see it happening, we're going to get Noach, we're going to break the table, we're going to kill him. Tzarech Biur. What will they accomplish by killing Noach? Noach says, there's a mabel. Hashem's going to destroy the world. And I'm going to go into the boat, and I'm going to be saved. So what do they say? Oh yeah, if you go into the boat, we're going to kill you. How does that help them? There's still going to be a mabel. There's still going to be destruction. So Noach will be dead. What's, how does that help? Fascinating. What are they going to profit? Im yehargu es Noach. If they believe him, if they believe that there's really going to be a mabel, so what would they accomplish by killing him? And if they don't believe there's a mabel, so what do they have to do? They could just say, ah, Noach, we don't believe you. Do they believe him or not? But either way, killing him doesn't accomplish anything. Three answers. Three answers in the Shemana Tov. Number one, Vulai Ef Sharlomar, Dechashvu Haim, Dehalo Noach, who at Tzadik Badarazeh, they realized that Noach and his family, they were the only Tzadikim. Vim Kain, Im Yavo Mabil, Shiashkis, Shiashkis, says, Olam Kulo, Im Kain Betachit, Yatzrich, Lachio, says, Rach, Lakim, Amin. Obviously, you're going to destroy the world, but you have to keep somebody in order to keep the world populated afterwards, to start again with. So, if Noach's around, then he's the one. Noach and his family. But if we kill Noach, it's got to be somebody else. They didn't think that Hashem was going to destroy, kill everybody. Mabel can't come because we're all terrible. But you have to choose one of us. They'll prevent the Mabel that way. One idea. Or possibly. By the way, that first approach is kind of like Lot. Lot said, I don't want to be near Abraham. You know, just put me in Mitzar. I'll be alone right by stone. <coughs> but he says another possibility. But we know by the Bapecha stone Bamora. There was a special Malach that was sent to save Lot. Save yourself, Lot. Ha lo Ratzel Alecha Shama, Elabikesh Lelech with Soar. 
when he didn't want to run, the Malach tells him, I can't do anything until you leave. The destruction of stone was dependent on the Hatzalah of Lot. And the destruction wouldn't have happened without the Hatzalah of Lot. Mikomakom zet toli batzalas lot, umibalade zos iafshalavateas akzera. So they thought maybe similarly here. The Hatzalah of Noach is toli on the Mabel. Or the Mabel is toli on the Hatzalah of Noach. If there's no Hatzalah of Noach, then maybe there's no Mabel. It doesn't really make exact parallel sense, but this is possibly what they thought. Kemochein Savrukan, Eitzel Noach. But then he quotes the third answer. And this is probably the one that we probably would have said. When somebody is mad, when someone feels criticized and they don't know what to do with themselves. They don't always act in the most logical way. It's not like I could explain every one of my actions. Noah was screaming at us for a hundred years. A hundred years! He's screaming at us that we're doing bad. Hashem's going to bring a marble. Enough of him already! Enough! We're not interested, Noah. So maybe they didn't think they would accomplish anything. You know what they would accomplish? Noah's not going to talk to them again. Noach's not going to tell me again to give me a Musr Shmuz. Abel Ev Shalomar Ode. Debedera Klau, Ein Rishaim Noktim, Beshita Shemis Kabelas Besechela Adam. It's not like they could explain their actions. Eloha Iker Etzlam, Levatel, Ezdvarev Shalaholech Acher, Dvarashem. They just wanted to get rid of the Mochiach. Vein Chashuv Lahem. The Iker is just to get rid of the Tzadik. They don't really care. They're not really thinking. Reminds us of the stipler with the frogs. Stop hitting the frog. Stop hitting the frog. You see, every time you eat the frog, it becomes more frogs. But when you're angry, you're out of control. You just don't think. So here they see the marble coming. I just got to get rid of Noah. I have to get rid of Noah. And he quotes a similar... Similar idea. He quotes that Rashi quotes at the beginning of Chayasara. Avram Olidas Yisfak, the Leitzani Adar, said, Sarah. Avram didn't impregnate Sarah. It was Avimelech. It was Avimelech. So what they accomplished, Sarah was also 90. It was also a miracle mitzad Sarah. What, what, so what? That they took it away from Avraham. As long as the, as the one who symbolizes God is Hufchas Be'enenu, that's good enough. That's good enough. And here too we could say the same thing. Last few lines. Vizeo Gamkin Osoa Inyanitzel Noach. Daharishoima Elu Enam Mitrashvim Bimyo Ilu. Is it gonna help? Bimashuay de Rigas Noach. Vishiras Ateva de Noach. Eladaiwa, they're gonna break the Teva. How does that save them? It doesn't. But they're not focusing on that. Eladailohem Imashu Mafarsim Asadovar Tvarashem. Just let the person who's into spirituality leave. We've had enough of him. We don't know what's going to be, but we've had enough. Three ideas. Again, number one, he's got to save somebody. Number two, maybe it's Tully on the Hatzalah. And number three, 
They don't really think what they're trying to accomplish. Just don't tell me what to do anymore. Just don't tell me what to do. Let's continue. So we get to after the Mabel. Again, there's so much to talk about as we have in every one of these parashios. Hashem remembers Noah. Hashem remembers Noah and all the animals. The water comes down. Hashem closes up all the ma'ayanot to home. The rain stops. 150 days. Machlokes, Rashi, all the Rishonim. When were these 150 days? How do you work out? The seventh month. The 17th day of the seventh month. Okay. Sends out the Orev. Sends out the Yonah. And finally, Hashem makes a promise to Noach. Hashem makes a promise, I'm never going to do this again. Pasach Aleph. Vayorach Hashem is Reach and Hashem smells the Reach and from the Mizbeach that Noach built. This is one of the riots of the Ramban that Karbonos are not just anti Avodazara. There was no Avodazara in the world. Noach comes off the table, there's nothing in the world. And he built a Mizbeach. Vayivan Yorach Mizbeach Lashem. Vayorach Hashem is Reach and Vayomar Hashem Alibo. Lo osif lekalel od es adam. I will not curse the ground anymore. Lo osif. I'm, I'm never doing this again. Rashi quotes is a double lashon, a lashon shvua. Why? Ki yetsir leva adam raminurav. What could I do? Man is raminurav. Lo osif od. That's the double lashon. Lo osif od lakos is kol chayeg asherasisi. I swear I'm never going to do it again. Says Hashem. No more mabel. So the reason given here that Hashem it will never destroy the world again is It is fascinating. Maybe you've thought of this before or you've noticed it. Look back for a moment to Perak Vav Pasakei. The end of Parshas Bereshis. Hashem wants to destroy the world. Why does Hashem want to destroy the world? Bayar Hashem ki raba roas haadam baaretz. Hashem sees that there's a lot of evil. Bechol yeter machshavos libo rak rak alayom, and his thoughts are rak ra. Bayinochem Hashem ki alsas adam baaretz. Hashem feels bad. Kaviyachol bayisasev alibo. Bayomer Hashem emche es haadam sher barasi mi apnei adama. I'm going to destroy the world. So it's not the exact same words, and maybe one can be mechalic, but it's very close. The same reason that Hashem wanted to destroy the world in the first place was exactly the same reason that Hashem says, I will never destroy the world again. How are we supposed to understand that? Hashem says in our parsha, I'm never going to do it again. I understand, this is man. What could I do? It's a Rachmanus. Human beings. Basar Vadam. What does it say at the end of Bracious? I'm going to destroy the world. Why? It's rock. That's the difference. Very similar. Says Rabbi Tzadok. In the pre Tzadok. There's another, there's a parallel. There's a parallel where we have a similar idea. Davar Vihipucho. The same reason that Noah, that Hashem wanted to destroy the world, is the reason that he said he'll never destroy the world again. The Pritzadik, Rabbi Tzadik, is based on a medrash. It's based on a medrash. 
in the beginning of Parshas Va'era. I gave you the Medrash in source number six, and then we'll read the Reb Sadok in source number seven. Moshe Rabbeinu, at the end of Parshas Shmos, beginning of Va'era, remember Moshe, Moshe says, Hashem, since you sent me, it's gotten worse. It's gotten so bad. And Hashem gets upset at Moshe. A few psukim later, it says that Hashem listened to the Jewish cries because it got worse. This, Moshe just said that. Moshe just said that. What are you getting upset for? And then a few psukim later, that's exactly what you heard. That's the Medrash. I'm reading the Medrash. It, it was already Nigzar that it was supposed to get bad. But Moshe says, Lama Hashem realizes that Moshe is using this to save them, and therefore Hashem says, okay. Says Rabbi Tzadok, he just points out this, this parallel. On the bottom now, he quotes, Hatzelo itzalta, Hevi diberitom b'mishpala shehikshel adaber lamariosa. And he quotes the Pasuk, Ulefishin istakal ha-Kadosh Baruch Hu, Shemishvotzar Yisrael tiberkein, Chazer v'nagim omizarachamim. He gets upset at Moshe for saying it, but then he says, okay, but you said it, so I'll have Rachmanis. Kemoshe kasvu b'svarim ha-Kadoshim, Shebechet daramabol, why did it, what led into the Mabel? That's why Hashem brought the Mabel. The Achra Mabel cause of Zeh was Sanagoria. Vizchus. Loos of Lakalo, Kietzer Lefa Adam Raminura. The same thing. Vechen Gamkan, Oso Ataina. This is Rabbi Sadok in the pre Sadok in Veira. He's commenting over there. What's the message? What's the message? He doesn't, he doesn't continue. This is all Rabbi Sadok says. Hashem understands, but we still have a responsibility to always do better. Hashem sometimes is disappointed, but He understands. And it's the dialectic of being a human being. The godless ha'adam, the shiftless ha'adam. HaGadosh Baruch Hu expects so much of us. Be higher than the malachim. Bechir ha'chavshis, choose. Reach for the stars. Always oh, go, going up. Hashem expects the most of us. And if we don't, Yetzir Leva Adam, he's very upset. But Hashem also understands that we're humans. And he understands our, our faults. He understands our limitations. He understands our, our finitude, our, our physicality. And maybe that's the message in our Parsha and last week's Parsha. Yetzer leif ha'adam, you got to do better. Yetzer leif ha'adam, but I understand. Kind of like a parent. Always wishing more for the child, but ultimately understands, understands where the child is coming from, and is always on the side of the child. Okay. Let's spend the last few moments with a couple of thoughts relating to the Dar HaFlaga. We'll call it the Dar HaFlaga, because that's the Minaga Olam, even though some say it's the Dar HaPalaga, but we'll call it the Dar HaFlaga. Dorflaga, the door of dispersion. They were dispersed. They were dispersed. We're skipping now. 
Noach and getting drunk. Paragud. Paragud. <laughs> B'nai Yefes, B'nai Yavan. Nimrod, possibly the first king. Paragud Aleph. They found a bika bear chinner by Yesham, big tower. Let's make some bricks and build a tower. What exactly were they doing with this tower? What was the purpose of the tower? It was some type of, of uh, heresy, but what exactly, what were they trying to accomplish? They really thought they could reach heaven. What exactly were they trying to do? Says the Arachayim Akadosh. Says the Arachayim Akadosh. Yesh la sev lev lasur b'inyan daraflaga mahi daitam b'gbenos hiir v'hamigdal. What was their purpose in building a tower? Shim tamam hu beprat mi prati hakfira lo noda ofan hakfira. What heresy were they doing by building a big tower and by staying together? And then why did Hashem scatter them? Why was that a punishment? Why was that Mida Kineged Mida? What was so bad about being unified? Isn't unity a good thing? And their punishment was to be spread in different languages. Hashem made them talk different languages. They couldn't live together. So what exactly is the is the message? Says the Archaim HaKadosh. It's a sin based on time period in history. What was the goal of, of this stage of history right now? We're dealing with the, the generation, the 11th generation, the 12th generation, right? Noach was the 10th. What were they supposed to do? Line 9, Baro, when Hashem created the world, He wanted it to be Shlish Yishuv, Shlish Midbar, he wanted it to be populated a certain percentage, desert a certain percentage. He had a whole plan. And that's what they were not doing. They didn't want to follow through on God's plan of populating, of settling, of v'chivshuha. Ulazen nomar. Hava kala aret safa achas udvarim achadim. Ratzashi ukula mikubatsim b'makom echad. V'lo yispazu ana v'ana. No, we'll be all together. God wants us to spread out, we'll be here. They built a tower that everyone could see from far away, so you know right here is where it's at. Right here is where you should be. And that was going against HaKadosh Baruch Hu's plan at the time. Hashem wants us to be spread out at the time. And if we want to look back, it's not just Erechaim HaKadosh, look back to the Rashbam. In the Gedolei HaRishonim, says the Rashbam in Source Nine, Haven Nivna Lanu Ir Lafiapshat Machatu Daraflaga. What's the right? The ultimate Pashtun. What was the sin? Imibreisha Amru Verosha Bashamayim Haksiv Arim Gedolosu Bezros Bashamayim. So you can build a tall tower. Ella Lafishetziva Kadosh Baruch Hu Pru Urevu Umilu Es Haaretz Vehem Bachru Lahem Makom Lasheveshem VeAmru Pen Nafutz. God wants us to prove we're not interested in helping God, helping Hashem start the world. We're interested in stopping it and doing what we can. Hashem says, yeah, you don't think so? That's why he scattered them. 
and he made them speak different languages. That's exactly my plan is going to work. My plan is going to work. We're going to be spread out. One idea of the chet. Second idea of the chet. Says Rav Salvechik, says the Rav in Mesaris Arav. We should see the chet of the Daraflaga in contrast and complementing in sin the dar of the Mabel. The Dara Mabel, and really one leads to the other. Says the Rav, the Dara Mabel represented orgiastic, orgiastic man, the man of pleasure. Gashmius. Money. Arayos. This generation was dominated by the quest for hypnotic pleasure. Compulsive hedon. Uninterrupted engagement in the aesthetic experience. All about Gashmius. That's what uh, it's about. Authoritative man who wanted to rule not only on earth. I'm sorry, the Duraflaga. We'll get to the Duraflaga in a second. But this is this is Duramabel. The Duraflaga is different. The Duraflaga was not pleasure addicted. It was a power hungry band of fanatics who wanted to rule the heavens as well as the earth, scoffing at the faith of man, at faith in God, human weaknesses, at the very idea of individual human dignity and freedom. It went from Gashmi to Sikhli. It went from one type of lack of focus in life to a different type of lack of focus in life. Both do not have a Shem in the middle of their life. But one has Gashmius in the middle of their life, and one has, somebody just make sure everybody's muted, um, Gashmius in the middle of their life, and one has um, their own mind, and about a Zara, so to speak. And he says, often one leads to the other. Because one, once one takes HaKadosh Baruch Hu out of the picture, in any way, it's going to lead to the other. He writes, in modern times, in Germany in the 1930s, Germany was an orgiastic society seeking pleasure and enjoyment, where flesh ruled and determined human aspirations and policies. Overindulgent, permissive, he don't drunk, flesh intoxicated society. And that obviously led to what it led to. And the Rav says, we even refer to these two groups in Aleinu. In Aleinu, every day, three times a day, we daven for the day, v'chol b'nei v'asar yikru v'shmecha, l'hafno se'lecha kol rishay aretz. The b'nei basar and the rishay aretz. The b'nei basar is, are the, the noach, the uh, mabel type of people, and the rishay ha'aretz, obviously, are the ones, are evil, of the earth. Second idea of the Dar Haflaga. Third and final idea from um, the Simon Labanim, from Rav Kashtiel. Says the Simon Labanim in source number 11. Why is there such a focus on the creation of bricks? They spent so much time. They didn't just say build a tower. Hava nilben alavenim. Let's build bricks. V'nitzrav alasreifel. Let's put them into the kiln. Batilam alavenu. We'll get the bricks. V'chemer ha'ila lachomer. What's the focus? What's the focus of the bricks? Why the bricks? Chazal tell us there were no stones in Bavel. They were making bricks. But what's the message? That they didn't use stone. They created it from the ground up. They created it from the um, from the basics, using the raw materials. 
Bavel hamakom elav hemagiyim ma'ofyan b'kach she'ein bo'avanim tivios. There's no stones in Bavel. Rashi quotes, Ein avanim b'bavel she'bika. They were just raw materials to make the bricks. You know what the Anshi Bavel believed in? They took God out of the equation. We're going to do it ourselves from start to finish. We don't need anything in nature to help us. We're going to make our building blocks. We're going to build it with bricks. We're not going to use stone, which comes from Hashem. No, no, no. We're going to use bricks. What does the Pasuk say? The focus is, is all us. They took HaKadosh Baruch Hu out of the picture of even the most basic activities. They emphasized human creativity. The godless of what man can accomplish. That's Migdal Bavel. And it's the ultimate in, in, in obviously, Kafui Tova. Right? Who gave you the dirt and the mud and the water to make the bricks? Okay, but they didn't focus on that. But that's the opposite of what Yad just believes in. After all, our Mizbeach is made of Avanim. Made of stones. That comes straight from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the ultimate vision in Sefer Bracious is a Sulam. Sulam Motzavart That's the other structure in Sefer Bracious that goes to Shemayim. You have the Migdal Bava that goes to Shemayim, and you have the Sulam that goes to Shemayim. What's the difference? Their, their Migdal had nothing to do with Shemayim. They tried to get to Shemayim. Yaakov's Sulam was all about Shemayim. El mul migdal bavel omedes parshia cheres behemshach sefer brachus. Sulam mutav artsa. Rosham agia Shemayim. Sulam, he calls his gematria Sinai. It's all about that experience. The experience of bringing HaKadosh Baruch Hu into my life. Yaakov takes the stones. Remember, it's Avanim. Avanim play a role. Play a major role in sefer brachus. Because Avanim is using what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given us. And in that way, connecting what he's given us and building on that with human input. Luchos Avanim, later on. What are Luchos Avanim? Okay, the first ones were all HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But the second one was Moshe, Psalacha. But it's Psalacha, take Avanim, and then put your stamp on it. Because we use what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given us. We don't take him out of the picture. And that's the ultimate in Kfira. If we take... If we think it's all me, if we think it's all human ingenuity, creativity, strength, accomplishment, it's all about a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Everything. Right? Before we take medicine, the Gemara, the, the Shulchan Aruch quote, there's a Hirasun to say, before we take medicine, to recognize that it's not the medicine. Kaddish Baruch Hu. We have to recognize that. So whichever Avera it was, whether it's the anti-Puravu, I'm trying to figure out God's plan, and I'm going to reject God's plan. That's the first approach. No Puravu, Rashbam Arachayim. Or defocus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in my life, whether it's the B'nai Basar or the Rishay Ha'aretz. Or whether it's the (laughs) Rav Kashtiel and the Simon Labanim. Not even any recognition of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's raw materials. No, it's all me either. Our job is to be misaking that. Our job, as the Avos were misaking, put HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the picture. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the ultimate. We build on what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us. 
But ultimately, it's only with his with his help and our being on his kaviyachol shoulders. Okay, we'll stop here. Next week, by the Shem, we get into the parshios of the avos. Parshas lech lecha. We'll stop here.